0: Welcome to the Straight to the Cup podcast, hosted by Moses Ola. Your new home, your new home, your new home of the NBA. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry! Way down to it. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! With six-tenths of a second remaining! Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala! Up to the last! Oh, boy! By james lebron james with the rejection and that's it it's over this historic 2020 nba championship belongs to the los angeles lakers the lakers conquer the bubble and banner number 17 will soon hang in the rafters welcome 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 to another episode of the straight to the cup podcast I am your host Moses Ola, and it is a pleasure to be here for another episode, a QA episode, actually. First of all, I just want to say a big thank you to the community, to everyone that has engaged with the Instagram page over the past two days, getting your questions in, getting your submissions in. Also, thank you all so much for the support from the last episode as well. All the comments were just so um, appreciated and all the positivity. I have really been, you know, overwhelmed. By the amount of support so far, and all I'll say is this, guys. You know, I want this um, this podcast to be the home, you know, of, of your NBA feed, right, where you get all your NBA info from. And I'm gonna make sure I work tirelessly to do that. I'm gonna make sure I'm consistent, right, and I get you guys, um, you know, podcast twice a week, okay. Um, and I would also just say, please uh, look out for any future updates on. Uh, where the audio podcast becomes available so currently we're available on google podcast spotify um soundcloud and some other ones from anchor but we're waiting for apple podcast which is an which is one that i know that people have been asking about but just you know just don't worry about it we'll get that sorted um so yeah today's just a bit of a QA episode for people to find out about the pod, about myself, about the NBA. Uh, thank you all so much for getting your questions in. Uh, I haven't been able to actually cut them down. There was actually too many questions, but we're going to go through about you know, 19, 20 questions here just to you know tell you a bit, bo- a bit more about myself, a bit more about this podcast and everything you wanted to find out about the NBA. Before we get started, though, uh, I'd like to tell you what's in my cup. And today it's just a 2019 bottle of uh, Merlot, Um, this this bottle's actually really nice, right? So this is uh, from south of France called uh, Gerard Bertrand, I think. Um, And honestly, it's actually been really impressive for Asda, you know? Um, But yeah, you know, not every time am I going to have red wine on my podcast. You know, sometimes I might switch it up, you know, get a bottle of uh, Don Julio, maybe some Jack Daniels, whatever it is. You know, I'm not always trying to get yacked on these episodes. But listen, if it happens... It happens, right? And actually, funnily enough, uh, people reminded me from the last pod that, look, the NBA actually has a a massive red wine culture, okay. Whether it's you know CJ McCollum with his brand of wine, you know, you got Josh Hart with J Hart Sellers on um, Instagram where he reviews a lot of wines and he gets a lot of uh, uh, deals with a lot of different uh, vineyards. You got LeBron James who had like 400 bottles in the uh, bubble, right? And then you got Mello with the What's in Your Cup podcast as well. You know, hopefully, hopefully, one day uh, we can get a feature on What's in Your Cup. So let me know what's in your. Cup as well, guys. Um, you know, whatever you're drinking, whatever you had from a, for a long day, um, you know, if you're just trying to unwind, let me know what's in your cup and you know, give me some recommendations as well before the next episode. But yeah, let's get into it. So, uh, the first question is, What makes you love basketball so much? Wow, that's a really good one. Okay, um, a, a few things, a couple things. I'd, I'd narrow it down to two things. So, I'd say the on the court stuff and the off the court stuff. I mean for me on the court it's it's the NBA drama man Like, honestly, there's nothing like it during a game when things are going down the stretch, especially in the playoff elimination games, you know, when every shot matters, every, you know, rebound matters, you're going down the stretch and if someone hits a big three and you hear Mike Breen shout, bang, and it's just like, you know, the chills that go through your body, right? When you're watching those sort of things. And for me, it's just that drama, that suspense, right? Of anything can happen in any given game. And then off the court, NBA Twitter, dog. Like, listen, if you're not on NBA Twitter, you are slacking, right? I'm going to post, you know, the the best accounts for you guys to follow um, if you're trying to keep up with the NBA on Twitter. um, Because, you know, whether it's Tyler I am or Dragonfly Jones or, you know, even Stephen A. Smith burner, man. Like, listen, there are so many funny 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 things that go on on nba twitter the memes the laughs right so to me you know those two things is what uh makes me love basketball in the nba so much uh another question says how did you get into basketball so for me um i've been into basketball uh for a few years now actually so i'd say since about year 10 year 11 um i can remember actually in year 11 uh, was one of the first time I, I I picked up a basketball and I tried playing. Uh, shout out to my old high school, St. John Fisher Catholic High School, uh, where I played in year 11. Um, I was the center of the team. You know, I had no experience playing basketball, man. I, I had never played basketball in my life. But the coach looked at me and goes, hey, you're black, right? You must be able to play, right? He looks at me. I was 6'3 in year 11, right? So he's like, hey, you must be able to play something, right? i was horrible horrible i was one of the listen i scored two points in the whole season and and just for context right in basketball when you put the the ball through the 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 net right through the hoop that is automatically two points right so i i scored one bucket the whole season i was running around i was doing tony i was doing a tony snell right um zero points zero rebounds zero assists zero steals 15 minutes played you know i was just stinking up the joint and you know my guy just thought just because i was black man i had skills man i was terrible Uh, but you know just from that as well that got me into you know watching a few games so i started really following coverage um after i think the 2016 finals so i've been watching basketball religiously though for about uh two and a half years now i'd say so since the 17-18 season pretty much is when i've been uh getting into basketball um another question so how long have you been watching basketball yeah so like you know just three years three four years um oh sorry wait let me let me get this right so i was in yeah yeah so so i i started really properly when when i got to uni um so yeah about three four years now of watching you know games um like week to week um but then yeah so i think over the past year over the past year and a half i've really really gotten into it so like through um following teams on reddit following teams, or you know obviously on my social media feed um watching games pretty much every single day um you know listening to all the podcasts and everything so I've been really getting to the NBA you know past two two years two and a half years but I've been watching it for about three four four years um it says here okay another question who do you support LeBron James uh literally I mean look I I don't because I got into basketball a bit late um so I don't really support a team like that um, in terms of like uh, loyalty to just one particular team for me what I prefer is loyalty to some players right so LeBron James for me listen man when that guy was in Cleveland Miami I don't care I'm a Cleveland fan I'm a Miami fan I follow him wherever he goes right now obviously I'm a Lakers fan because LeBron's in the Lakers um, but yeah, you know wherever he goes, I go. But apart from that, you know I follow teams because of players. You know uh, I like to follow a lot of our Afro ballers. So obviously Giannis with the Bucks, Oladipo with the Pacers, uh, Bam Adebayo with the Heat. You know, so for me it's more of a player loyalty than a, a team loyalty. Um, fifth question says, who should I support? Very good question, right? If you're if you're listening, you know right now and you're wondering, man. Who should I support? Like, where should I start? Like, what team should I support? What decisions should I be making before I support any team and stuff? You know, these are perfectly great questions. And all I'll say is this, right? You don't need a specific reason, okay, to support a team. You can support a team because of anything, right? It could be the um, uniforms. It could be the city, man. You could be one of those, you know, listen for the ladies listening, right? Look, if you want to support a team just because, you know, there's a six, seven, six, eight, you know, tall athlete, dark skinned. Listen, I do not blame you. That is a perfectly valid. If you know, if you want to support the Phoenix Suns because of Kelly Oubre Jr. Hey, listen. I don't blame you, you know? I don't blame you. Like, honestly, it's it there's a perfectly, you know, it's a perfectly good reason to follow a team. Man, it's it's Kelly Oubre Jr. <laughs> you know? Um, but like, you know, you just any reason that you should support a team is is valid. I would say there are some teams that you should not support. Right? If you're listening right now, do not support the Knicks. Do not support the New York Knicks. If you've listened to this podcast, right, and you're going out to try and, you know, follow some teams and you end up supporting the Knicks, don't listen to the next pod. We don't need that here, right? We don't need that here. Because let me tell you right now, the New York Knicks are the worst franchise in, the N- in NBA history. In the end, they are a moribund despicable team okay you know you should not be supporting them for any reason okay do not support the kings again this is another this is another one right do not support the knicks do not support the kings okay sacramento you know these these are teams that just they 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 you know they smell like failure Right. They are. They just will never do anything of relevance in the league. Um, but, you know, you should look at teams that have a good young core. So I'd say the Atlanta Hawks. Right. You know, good culture there. Good players. Good young team. Uh, you can look at the Dallas Mavericks as well. They've got a good um, uh, two to pair with Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis, um, Phoenix Suns, right? That's a good team with a good young core as well, with Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. You know the Miami Heat. You know I love their uniforms. I love their uniforms. Memphis Grizzlies. You should check them out as well. You know, and then you've got the the established franchises. So the Golden State Warriors with Curry, uh, Lakers with LeBron James. You know, um, you on in the East you've got Brooklyn now with KD and Kyrie, so there is a lot of choice out there. You know, just pick what you what you like. Really, um, it could be anything, right? Just stick with it. And you don't have to support just one team. You can support ten teams, twenty teams. Who cares? Um, oh, which team is closest to being the Arsenal of the NBA? I want to continue my toxic relationships <laughs> I'm dead. <for laughs> that's a guy that doesn't learn that's somebody that does not learn right after being heartbroken for years by arsenal you also want to come over here and be heartbroken too Hmm, let me think about this one there's a few contenders right there's a few contenders the arsenal so you know you just want like uh you know horrible franchise that builds you up to let you down every single year there's only one and that's the los angeles clippers the Los Angeles Clippers are, you know, the Arsenal plus, plus, plus of the NBA. Okay, you know, they'll, they'll they, they, so, so compared to Arsenal, you know, they've actually never won anything, right? Um, but every single year, they sell you hopes, they sell you dreams, only to get bounced out in the first round bounced out in the second round okay or they don't make the playoffs or so whatever it is right you know it doesn't matter if they get this new glamour amazing signing you know they will still stink up the joint okay and that's what we expect from the clippers right we do not support the this is not a clippers household up in here so you know if you want more heartbreak clippers are a good one philly's a good one philadelphia 76ers houston rockets is a good one as well that's heartbreak galore. Um, on that side. Um, question seven, top five NBA players. Ooh. ooh, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Let me take a drink for that one. Mm. That's a that's a very um ooh. I've got to think about this because I'd say, right, this is you know fully healthy, okay. So I'm saying top five fully healthy, um, not just taking into account what happened last season, okay. But I would say for me the shoe in guys that are definitely top five, no question, are um, and this is you know not particular order. I mean LeBron's number one, but the rest are not particular order. But LeBron, KD, and Curry, for me, are definitely in the top five, no debate. Right now, where it gets difficult is that fourth and fifth spot, where you've got guys like Kawhi, Giannis, Harden, AD. Um, you know, and for me, I think if I have to make a choice for number four and five, to me, it's Kawhi and AD, man. Um, as much as I love Giannis, two time MVP, defensive player in the, uh, of the year, he just doesn't have enough in his game that's been developed to a good level. Um, and doesn't have enough options in the playoffs, he doesn't have enough, um variety to his game you know he's skilled don't get me wrong he's skilled I hate that talk that Giannis isn't skilled he is skilled but the problem is you know that lack of a jumper I don't know what top five NBA player does not have a jumper right you know, whether it's even 15 feet, 16 feet out, you, you got to have something there, you know, that you can go to, you know, moves that you can go to every single time, right? Not just once in a while, you get a hot streak. And you know, unfortunately, we saw that in the playoffs, um, you know, the drive and kick game, it can only take you so far, right? Unless you're, you know, you're surrounded by five forty five percent plus, you know, shooters, which he wasn't. Um. So yeah, you know, for me, AD stepped up. He stepped up big time in the playoffs, right? That's mister I'm like that, right? He stepped up big time in the playoffs. He proved his worth. I would say the only thing that's stopping him from being higher on the list is probably... Because he'd probably been that 5-6 boundary between him, Giannis, and, and Harden. Um, the only thing is that I, I kind of want to see him take control of a team more in terms of those other guys have had their own franchises obviously he's sharing it with LeBron I've got to see that the team is better with just him on the court compared to him and LeBron on the court so that's the only thing for me but in terms of big time ability my goodness I mean this guy is a 6'10 point forward basically that can handle the ball give you step back jumpers and He's the best defensive player in the league for me. You know, can guard two to f- two through five. You know, one through five. Pretty much, actually, sometimes because he gets he gets switched on on some point guards, and you know he can clamp them down as well. And for a six ten guy to be doing that, man, that's top. That's top five for me. Um, top five point guards in the East. Ooh, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a very very good one. Ooh, hmm. Okay. For me I'd say, you know, Kyrie, definitely, Kyrie Irving. Uh that's a top five point guard in any list, right? Uh but the East, yep, definitely. Trey Young. Trey Young. Trey Young is top five in the East, man, because listen man, this guy dropped what in his second season, twenty-nine and eleven. Urgh, that's nasty. That's nasty. I mean, you know, the the, 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 the there's the problem with Trey in terms of he can't defend, he's probably the worst you know, on-ball defender in the league, um, you know, and obviously his team as well haven't won many games. I don't know if they've won since he came to the league. I don't even know if he's won 50 games yet or even 40 games yet. So there is that aspect of taking the individual brilliance and being able to make the team better. But he's young, you know, he's second year in the league. Um, And and the rest of his players as well, the rest of his teammates, sorry, you know, 20, 21, Reddish, Hunter, all those boys, you know, they're, they're really young, so give them time, but definitely Trey Young, he's the real deal. Um, I would say Kyle Lowry, now that's a winner, right? That's a guy that, you know, winning plays, hustle plays, man, like taking charges, you know, um, being able to drive, being able to shoot from deep. But th- the thing with Kyle Lowry is the IQ, the basketball IQ, knowing when to do certain things in the game knowing when to push the pace knowing when to be patient you know these are things that um for me sets him apart oh this is this is an interesting one right number for number four because he's not been healthy for a while but when he's healthy my god this guy is nasty john wall john wall john wall is a top five point guard to me like I just can't I just can't, you know, um sit here and be like, Oh yeah, obviously he's you know, he's been injured and, and just discredit everything else he was doing before that, you know, with the Wizards, you know, being unlucky in the playoffs, yeah, they had to go through LeBron James. I mean boy, it's LeBron James, you know, it's LeBron James. So for me, John Wall went healthy. Um expect the Wizards to be better this season when he comes back. Um but I definitely think You know, I I can't say Kemba Walker's better than him, you know, because for me, I've seen John Wall do it in the playoffs. Kemba just played, you know, his first meaningful playoff series just last year. And there were some games where he was terrible, man. He was terrible. Um, His size doesn't really help him in the playoffs. He gets switched on. um, And, you know, and then the offensive game didn't really show up. I think there was a game in the playoffs against the Raptors in the seven game series where I think he dropped, like, less than 10 points in one game. It was just not acceptable, you know, for for a big-time player. And then, obviously, I'd say Ben Simmons. You know, Ben Simmons, is he a point guard? Is he a point forward? It's a debate. It's a debate. To me, he's a, you know, he's a point guard, right? But I do think, you know, in the playoffs, you probably want to play him more you know, power forward, point forward kind of thing and, you know, spread the team out a bit. The fit hasn't really helped, but man, this guy's a defensive nightmare. Right? What's he like six nine? Right? With this with those handles, with that vision. My goodness, no. No, he's a problem. It's just he can't shoot to save his life. Right. And, you know, to me I still look at, you know, other point guards in the league in the East, like right? Drajic or, you know, Kemba and I I don't think, you know, these guys uh, are better than Ben Simmons. Um, But watch out for um, Devontae Graham, right? Give him, I'd say give him two years, right? Devontae Graham is going to shock a lot of people, right? In that point guard list. Okay, number nine, where can I watch season highlights and learn more about the NBA? Very good question, right? A lot of people don't know where to start and... How to watch games and stuff like that. So, I'm going to plug you guys a bit. Obviously, I do not endorse illegal streaming, right? If Adam Silver is watching, I do not endorse illegal streaming. But I got told, I got told that if you want to watch games back, you should check out MLG highlights on YouTube. You should check out Zimo Pierto on YouTube. You know, if you want to watch live games, you should check out NBA streams.xyz, right? you know, nbabite.com. These are things that I've been told, okay, right? You know, but I do not endorse uh, these websites. And then, you know, learning more about the the NBA, man, for me, you know, when you want to learn about the NBA, there's a lot of ways you can do it, right? You can learn about the culture. You can learn about players. You can learn about the nitty gritty. Now, a lot of people tend to start with, just the entertainment side of it right watching debates right so on youtube you can be watching first take with Stephen a smith and max kellerman um you know you can be watching uh skip and shannon undisputed you can be watching the jump on espn these are all you know youtube and and going forward guys i definitely will be putting these on the instagram website i'll be plugging everyone with you know where i read my nba info where i watch you know um uh, debates or takes and i will clue you guys all up um with where you should be learning about the nba but there's there's levels to you know how far you want to take it so i definitely say you know a great way to learn about the nba is through the athletic um that is a paid subscription but you know they've got amazing uh, insight there a lot of great writers you know some of their podcasts right you know look i don't mind say talking about some of their podcasts it's not really a competition here um but you know if you want to um listen to about the uh sorry the athletics nba pod right so you know just just google that athletic nba show um brian windhorse on uh app podcast and other podcasts as well uh zach low the low post um you know these are all great podcasts to be listened to uh for the nba and then nba twitter like i've said already you know that's where you can you can really you know, understand what's going on from the culture side of it. So don't worry, I'll plug you guys with everywhere that you should be going to be keeping up with the NBA. Uh, best place to watch old games. Ooh. Um, there is a website that I've heard called NBAHDReplay.com. Uh, I think you can watch full games there. So they split it up into four quarters and you can watch games there. NBAHDReplay.com, definitely. Number 11. Are you single? Do you, do you do you think do you think people in relationships record basketball podcasts? You know, R- riddle that one for yourself, right? Riddle that one for yourself. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> next question: Can Westbrook and Harden work, or is Westbrook right to try and leave? Now, this is one. This is one that I'm definitely going to cover when we talk into, uh, start talking trades, uh, talking free agency. So definitely write this in your diaries, guys. So going forward, so uh, this week's a big week in the NBA. So on Wednesday, we have the draft, Wednesday night, uh, November 18th. And then free agency starts November 20th. Okay, so I'll be having episodes up um, prior to the draft on Wednesday. And also on Saturday, we can talk a bit more about um, things after the draft, what it means, you know, what trades, free agency all these things that could be going on but with this Westbrook Harden thing man I definitely have a different take compared to other people so I would definitely say that Westbrook and Harden can work okay it can work but under the system that they had before it was just too rigid and there was not enough different you know a lot of different ways to play the game okay so you need to have variety whether it's small ball that you want to play look look the lakers play small ball right the warriors play small ball everyone plays small ball right but you need to have some big guys that can play small ball like you know to play small ball doesn't mean your center has to be six foot six pj tucker right it means if you can get a seven foot guy that does what pj tucker does right that is small ball, okay. Small ball has nothing to do with height. So I think the Rockets definitely just needed um, a bit more variety, um, definitely different ways to play, um, and just just to have some, um, you know, different methods of success. Now, is Westbrook right to try and leave? I don't think he's trying to leave. Read between the lines here, guys. Right, you know, there's been talk over the past few years with um, ownership not willing to spend. And now you're getting to a point where the team, that team as it is right now, can't win. And I think it's a wake up call. It's just a wake up call to ownership. That's like, OK, come on, guys, let's get let's get a move on. Right. Because if you're if you're Westbrook, no one's trading for you, bro. Like no one's trading for you, bro. Like Windhorse came out, uh, Woj came out to say, you know, uh, trade talk is slow developing. And that's sugarcoating it. That means nobody wants you, bro and that's sad man like that's sad like you know I I think the problem with Westbrook trying to leave right now is that contract right what's he owed I think he's owed 40 million uh, every year for the next three years or you know the total value of that contract still 133 million boy you know for somebody that's what the wrong side of 30 hasn't come off a great playoff season or multiple playoff seasons where he's not been the best and I just think, you know, look, not everybody can win the championship, right? You know, and um, he definitely can do better than they did last season with James Harden. But trying to leave now, nah, no, nah, it, it just won't happen. So look for ownership. You know, hopefully they can get some... Um, good centerpieces like Ibaka um, you know someone else I don't know maybe Gallinari or some someone there that's just got some height right and 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 can help them play uh, in different ways um, number 13 how does cap space work in the nba now these are things so these are quite technical things that i will get into um before the trade episode and explain all these things as we go forward just for just because you know we understand that there are some listeners here that are new to the nba or trying to pick it up for the first time and i'm not trying to get too bugged down into the technical things but you know in, in essence cap space is just you know a way it's like financial fair play or just a way to level the playing field and determines how how um, players earn salaries and how how much um, how like the contracts that, could, that a team can basically take on every single year, and it's determined by how much revenue the the league takes every year, and then that just gets split uh, between teams. And if you go over the salary cap, you know you have to pay like a, uh, a like a fine, like a luxury tax, basically. Um, but that's basically how the the salary cap works so how can i understand different game plans now this is a very good question now so i'd say when you start with 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 um basketball you know there's a lot to learn obviously um but you've got to understand that you know you can only do it bit by bit right you can't learn you know uh pick and roll coverages and um zone defense from the first time you watch the game all i'll say is just keep watching the games and things will start to make sense, right? Commentators will start to explain things to you um, and you'll be able to, you know, read that. If you really want to pick up a book and stuff, like I'd I'd say, why not? Fair enough, go do it. But you don't really need that to understand, you know, end of the day, basketball is very simple, right? The guy's trying to put the ball in the hoop. You can do it while you're close to the hoop or you can do it while you're far from the hoop, okay? And then, you know, it comes into like things about the different skill sets of the players and things like that but going too much into details at the start isn't the best advice right so i would say just keep watching games right wait till the so when the season starts on december 22nd you know watch a variety of games different teams you know and then you can see oh this is how this team wants to play they've got a big guy and they will just want to get him you know close to the back as possible where you can use his size or these teams got little guys and you know they're just trying to shoot from the parking lot okay and that's how you understand you know um, different game plans in the nba um number 15 is there a transfer window similar to nfl or football so yes there there sort of is so you have free agency um and that starts so from november 20th um and then there's a deadline i think they announced the deadline so there's there's typically uh two deadlines for trades uh, this year i'm not sure how it's going to work because there's a shortened season this year so because of covid and uh, what's happening so uh, the season got pushed back so we we still need to get confirmation on some dates and stuff but there is usually a window in which teams can make trades um, sometimes it goes all the way up to february so which is the all-star game uh, basically like the halfway point of the of the season um, but basically this season we just need to wait for what the dates are but yes there is basically like a transfer window where teams can make some signings um, and then they can like sign players that are free agents as as well so and, and a free agent is just basically somebody that currently doesn't have a team and it can go anywhere basically so whoever pays the most um just signs the free agent are tactics and teamwork as important in basketball as in football absolutely absolutely um it, it's different though right i think it's even more important because it's five players compared to 11 players you know you can have players on a football pitch that are ghosting right you know that you you don't see them after 25 minutes of the game in basketball that can't happen because as soon as one player is not on it you know that's four against five all right and that's going to get exploited asap so definitely tactics teamwork um does help i'd say you know the main thing though is just you know players buying into the team and the culture and what the way the coach wants them to play and if the coach knows his players right um you know it's not really so yeah definitely you know as you go get more into basketball you understand more of the x and o's and the tactics but yeah you know teamwork hustle determination um and all these things all come into play. And you see which teams are doing it well, right? And which teams are really not. Okay, <clears throat> the Knicks. <clears throat> um, <laughs> who, in your opinion, is the best prospect in the NBA draft? That's a very good question. Ooh. Mm, 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 mm. I will get into this before the draft episode. So look out on Wednesday, Wednesday night for the draft episode. But I would say pff, LaMelo Ball lamello ball it's tough so it's between him and james wiseman for me but lamello ball is a six foot seven point guard elite vision ball handling playmaking skills you can't teach that you can't teach that right you know the the this, this is the thing with with lamello he definitely needs to improve more on uh his in like the engagement side of basketball right you know um understanding that you have to bring it every night. But this is a guy that's played with grown men in Lithuania, in Australia, right? And he's dominated, okay, compared to guys that have played in college. And to me, that's very important, you know, when you come to evaluating how good a player is. Because we saw with Luka Doncic, um, the fact that he was able to play with grown men in the Euro League, right? These are things that set people apart because they feel the pressure. Okay, and then they know how to um, translate that to the NBA. So I'd say LaMelo Ball. Wiseman's another good one. Um, Anthony Edwards as well. I would just say with Edwards, man, he... uh, You know, that... There's a thing with with Edwards, right? So, and I'll get, get more into this with the draft. This guy's comparing himself to D. Wade and stuff, man. And it's like... Boy, if you were half the competitor of D, of D Wade, and you know if you if you had as much to your game in terms of just skill set of um, because this is the thing he's just he's basically just going to be a scorer to me, and it's like how many different ways can he score? Okay, and that's just that's just where the uh, question comes in. I'm, I'm not strong on his um, shooting at all really and his athleticism is good but it's not to me it's not eye-popping right like a d wade in college that kind of thing okay um so do you reckon the pelicans should trade up for mellow i don't think they will i don't think they should um they're currently at what number 13 it would take a lot to move Minnesota off that number one pick. And they have other issues. They need to sort out Lonzo Ball's contract. They need to know what's going on with Drew Holiday, JJ Redick, all these guys. So trading up to Mello shouldn't really be the priority. And finally, who's winning the chip next season? Mm. Crystal Ball, Crystal Ball. <laughs> um, man... I, I can't bet against the Lakers, I can't bet against the Lakers, so the Lakers won uh 2020 championship, and to me, it's like, how do you stop LeBron James and Anthony Davis, um, you know, I definitely think there are going to be some contenders, right, I think the Heat are going to contend again, I think Philly is going to contend for real this time, because they have a real coach, real GM, and hopefully they can sort out that Horford and Uh, Harris contract um, and actually get the right players around Embiid and Simmons you know Golden State Warriors are coming back ladies and gentlemen right Steph Curry's coming back Clay Thompson's coming back Draymond Green's coming back you know there is a lot to be excited about this season this this is one of the first seasons um, along with last season where It's a real level playing field that anyone can win. Anyone can win. The Denver Nuggets are going to be a good um, contending team. I just say, you know, who's going to beat the Lakers in the West? As much as I like um, Golden State, I don't see the fit with Andrew Wiggins. And then after, you know, those four, so Curry, Clay, Dre and Andrew Wiggins, their depth is horrible. Horrible, right? You've got Jordan Poole and Smilgitch, and you know, um, just some players that man. I could probably you know suit up and get my two points playing <laughs> for that uh, Warriors team. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see anyone beating the Lakers in the West. But in the East, man, you know, I, I definitely do think, like, if the, if the Heat can get their hands on one more guy, right, one more guy. Okay, whether it's Giannis or Bradley Beal or you know whoever it is, I think they can definitely make a real push for it um, if they can just get their hands on one more guy. Or maybe maybe they you know they've they've been trying to get Westbrook for the longest. Maybe they go and get Westbrook in the end. Um, but I think in the East definitely that is where the competition is. I expect Milwaukee to challenge a bit, but. I don't. I'm not really high on them just because of the surrounding pieces around Giannis. I just don't really see. Um, I just don't really see that going further than where they've gone so far, unless they can get their hands on a Chris Paul, who's currently going to the Phoenix Suns, or maybe a Bogdanovich. Just that team. I mean, <sighs> Chris Middleton's earning so much money right? I think nearly 40 million over the next few years per year. And it's like, how can you build around when you have two 30% max guys, 35% max guys, and you can see how difficult it was for the Lakers to even do it with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And it's like, you know, filling the rest of the team with a bunch of mid-level guys or G League talent, you know, can Giannis take them over the hump? I don't think so, as they're presently constructed. So definitely, Lakers are my um, top pick for next season. But there will be competition. Hey, when KD gets that thing slanging again, when, when he, when he, when he is back and he's firing on all cylinders, and they can do something, you know, with whether it's uh, getting Drew Holiday or you know, just beefing up the bench beefing up the wings um you know if they can just get that one more guy for the third star just get a good high level of um all-star talent or you know good rotation pieces around kd and kyrie man you know those boys those boys are serious but yeah, it seems like we have um gotten to the end of the Q&A. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um that's something I, I you know, I I'll probably try and do again um you know, in case uh let's say halfway through the season if people want to have some questions on oh uh, what should what's going on so far, what what are your thoughts on anything, you know, definitely it would be good to have a QA. and a But you know, between now and then let's keep the questions coming i'm open for dms any questions anything that you guys might want to find out uh, about the league as we approach the season starting on december 22nd and yeah definitely look out this week for some more episodes on the draft and also when free agency kicks up and you know until then cheers that could be the greatest move i've ever seen That's the home, ladies and gentlemen!